Welcome to Test Don't Guess, the podcast created for unlicensed health practitioners who love chatting about functional lab testing. I'm Jensen, your host. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, developer of the HTMA analysis app, and creator of the Instant HTMA Professional course. But here, I'm just your curious colleague who wants to know all about the functional lab tests that you're using, how you learn to properly interpret them, and how incorporating labs has impacted your confidence and your practice. In this season of Test Don't Guess, we're going to talk with practitioners, course creators, and lab experts to help you navigate the world of functional testing, and I am super glad you're here. Remember, this is a podcast intended for learning purposes only, and it does not provide professional legal or medical advice. I'm so excited for this chat, and um, this is definitely something that I'm really passionate about, and I think it's really cool to get your perspective on all of this. So um, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. This is so exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I guess let's just um, jump right in. Do you want to introduce yourself and what your practice is focused on at this or your business, I guess, is focused on at this point? Yeah, sure. So, um, so I'm Emily Ames and I'm the founder of to health with it, which, um, is basically now a business that helps women create their online course and get them up and running. And a lot of my students are nutritional therapists, holistic practitioners, health coaches, because that's really what I'm passionate about. Um, And so I have a self-paced course called From Spinning to Selling that really walks people through that entire process of how to build your course, uh, all the tech tutorials, because that's so overwhelming for so many people. And um, just to get them in the, the headspace of like they have, you know, a mentor or someone to guide them through the process because most people just get stuck. So, um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm a nutritional therapist by background, but I, I made this switch into online courses about a year ago and it's been really, really rewarding. And it's really been great to help other, you know, business owners get more revenue, get more income and also get more freedom, you know, in their business. Yeah. So what prompted you to, I mean, I'm guessing you built your own course and probably saw a lot of success there. So what was your course on and how how did that journey go? Yeah. Uh, so actually when I, I graduated from NTA in 2016, I started taking one-on-one clients and I quickly learned that was not for me. And then I went into, um, I actually created a subscription box and I realized that uh, product-based businesses were not for me. (laughs) So I kind of was like trial and error. (laughs) Check. Exactly. All the shipping deadlines and the broken products. I was like, nope, this isn't for me. Um, And so then I did, uh, yeah. So then I got into online courses and I really had been like studying online courses and I just loved the benefits, but I, I was too scared for a while. And finally I said, this is it, I'm going to do it. And so I made a big mindful eating masterclass. I ended up working on that course for over two years, uh, in secret. So I never like shared about it. I just like did it on the side, uh, which I don't recommend to do. And, um, (laughs) yeah. And so then I, I, I made a ditch the toxins course, and then I made a, um, like a self-care challenge. And through all those experiences, I realized that I loved the actual process of online course creation. And I learned so much from the trial and error and I learned what not to do. And I, 
I had no confidence selling my mindful eating masterclass and it actually didn't do well. It, it didn't, it wasn't successful. And so I was like, I need to teach people that anyone can make a course, but it, it you know, there's certain ways to make it successful. And um, so that's why I, I kind of spun my business in the other direction. Yeah. Did you have any specific mentors that helped you? Um, honestly, it was trial and error. A lot of it. Um, I have been following like all the gurus and I kind of pick and take different things from from different people. And then I try them myself to make sure, um, make sure I really feel good about it. Cause there's, there's no one right way to launch an online course. I believe, um, you have to do what feels good for you. And a lot of my course students are a little on the more, um, they're lacking confidence in themselves. They don't know if they know enough for an online course. They don't know if it's going to sell. And because that's my journey, that's where I was, is I made the course, but I didn't, I wasn't confident to sell it. And so I really try and speak to those people who, um, you know, maybe they aren't going to have a $15,000 launch in a weekend when it first opens, but that doesn't mean that online course creation is not right for them. So I try and do it in more of a long-term way of how can we build this long-term to help your, uh, your revenue and your business. Um, even if you don't open the doors and the good floodgates are, you know, coming and everyone's like signing up. So, um, I, I teach a pre-sell method with like launching a beta test first, which I really love. And I think that helps. Oh, good, good. I love people who love beta tests. Love it. I am yeah. all about it. It made all the difference for me because it, for real. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. It, it made a huge difference for me. Yeah. I would love to hear about that because I think that that was my huge like regret with my, my other course is I, I was waiting until my course was perfect and it, it was never going to be perfect. And I just kept adding modules and adding modules and nobody like I had no feedback from anyone to tell me, whoa, you're like way off track here. So, um, and, and like getting people through your course kind of builds your confidence because you don't think you know enough. And then people start asking questions and you're like, wait a minute, I know the answer to that question. So, so I can help this person. And then you start to get confidence when more and more people get interested. So, so yeah, it may not be this huge um, launch right away. I mean, some people do have that with a beta test, but it's okay if you don't and you can just keep building your confidence. Yeah, so, I think yeah. one of the big things with having a beta test group was the testimonials that I got yes. from it. Oh my gosh, that was huge. And the fact that I limited it to, I think I limited it to 20 people and I filled every slot and- that made it where I could follow up with those people. It wasn't this massive group of people that I was trying to get feedback from. It was like, you guys are my people. Like, this is why I made this course is because first of all, you were telling me that there's a need and yeah. you're, you're like, so I'm trying to create this for you. And they were just so open and willing to share with me what was working, what wasn't. And, um, it also gave me a really big sense of accountability. I felt like launching or telling them, Hey, I'm going to have the next module to you by next Monday. Mm -hmm. And whatever that meant for me, maybe it was unhealthy <laughs> on my part a little bit. We'll talk about that. Maybe, Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, whatever that took to get it out to them, I promised them they had, they put money on the line and they deserved to have a product from me. And yeah. 
I look back at the, I think it was eight weeks of course creation with them. And first of all, I have no idea how it all happened. And I look at the course and I'm like, holy moly, like that could have taken me years to create if I had let myself. And I also am currently still going through the, oh, I really want to update that and realizing that it is truly never ending, that you're always going to want to be putting more information, especially in a field like nutrition, where information and research and everything is always changing. And Mm -hmm. so, and being willing to share with the people inside your course that it's okay that we're changing things around too. Like, like this is not the end all be all. We're all learning here together. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I love that you teach the beta, um, (laughs) a beta launch. Cause I mean, that is truly what got mine off the ground. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think it can also help just like you're telling your beta students, like, this isn't going to be perfect. It's going to be messy. And you can kind of make all your mistakes right in front of them. And it kind of, it, it does like make you vulnerable, but in the best way, because then those are your students for life. Like you can always go to them and say, what do you think about this? Or what if I did this on my sales page? There's, there's just so, so great. And, um, and, and plus you're making money, you know, right away. So before you've even created content, so you can start getting that revenue in, which is wonderful, of course. Yeah. Now, do you teach kind of a live launch strategy or you said that yours is self-paced? So is it more of like an evergreen type of model? Yeah, I mainly teach evergreen. I think some of my students are doing more of the, uh, there are a couple that are doing like a group model where they meet weekly or they're doing like a cohort live launching. But yeah, for the most part, um, everyone who wants to be in my course is all passive. So once you launch the course, yeah, making it evergreen and, um, then you, then you have time to do all the other things you're passionate about, like functional labs or one-on-ones or whatever, which is really, really great. Yeah. And that's exactly why I wanted to have you on the show is to talk specifically. We have a lot of talk from people inside the test on guest community about, you know, I thought my dream was to work one-on-one with people and now Mm -hmm. I'm feeling so burnt out and I feel like I just can't stretch my time any further. And I want to figure out a way around this. And I feel like I'm telling people the same thing over and over, but I still want to use labs. And so it's this like very specific person that feels very strongly about bio-individuality and working with their clients one-on-one to get them help and use the labs. But they're trying to still grow their business and not get totally burnt out. So what do you, what do you think? (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It doesn't have to be either or, you know, yeah. Cause a lot of people have in this mindset that a, that a course is very generalized. And, you know, I think even when you're working one-on-ones to an extent, there's something you're telling everybody, (laughs) you know, there's something that you're repeating over and over and over. And if you could take those pieces and automate it into a course where either your students do it as maybe pre-work or like a basics course, and then they work with you one-on-one on a deeper level with functional labs, you know, that's an option. Or if um, while they're going through the course, they're doing their lab work and you're reviewing it and you're meeting with them, you know, weekly or monthly, that's also an option. Um, But there's always something that you are educating on over and over that could be put into a course. And, you know, probably some people do prefer that because they can do that on their own time. And then when they go to meet with you as a practitioner, you can get right into the deep stuff because you're not having to start from the basics 
and they already have a foundation of knowledge. So I think it's kind of just a holistic approach to business where you're offering a lot of different things and, or people can come to you and say, I don't want to do labs. I just want to do your course. And then you also have that revenue coming in as well. So you're able to reach a lot, a lot more people. Absolutely. And maybe if somebody joined your course and they didn't think they wanted the labs and the one-on-one, but then they're not getting the results they're looking for by following, you know, that the initial recommendations, then they're already in your, you know, atmosphere and they'll, Mm -hmm. you will probably be the person that they reach out to and you're probably able to, I mean, do you find that people are able to charge more for their services at that point? Yeah, I would think so. Yes, definitely. Because you know, when people, some people, when they see like a higher price tag for a one-on-one, they're just not ready to commit, but maybe they're like, Oh, maybe I'll do a lower price course. And then once they get a couple quick wins in the course, they're like, wow, like this is, this is it. And so then they're willing to spend a little bit more money for a one-on-one practitioner. Um, and I do think because you're already covering a lot of those basics in your course, that one-on-one can be for really specialized clients or chronic, really chronic illness or really complex cases where you can dive deeper. And because of that, you can obviously charge more, but you're not burning out as much because you can be a little bit more selective. You know, you don't have to take every single person that comes through your door. Um, You can say, you know, maybe you're not a fit or I've got another practitioner that can work for you. Um, and really work with the people that you really, really get excited about. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And the other thing I think with the course, if, if you were to structure it that way, um, is putting some ownership on the client of like, this has got to be on you. Like I can't make these changes for you mm-hmm. and educating them on the certain other, on the different topics that they need and that kind of thing. So, I mean, I think it's really great what you're doing and putting together. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, how, how have you seen practitioners who are using labs incorporate that into their course offerings? Yeah. Um, so I have one course student that I can talk about that she, well, it's actually a team of NTPs that are offering, um, kind of a parasite detox course. And, um, the way we structured it is they've got some free modules that people opt into, um, just to learn about parasites. And then they've got a DIY option, which is part of that same course. And people can kind of do things on their own. And that does have a cost. Um, and I'd say like maybe one to $300 for that people could charge. And then part of their next offer is their full course and one-on-one, which is, you know, couple thousand dollars to get all their course content, which is again, what they're always teaching people about. And then they can work with them one-on-one with the labs and, um, you know, other modalities, which is really cool. So they've got people coming to them now who are interested just in the parasite cleanse or just interested in the free modules, but then they also have people upgrading to that higher level course with the individual um, content. So they're kind of doing it all. And, um, you know, it's great because yeah, I think that they can work with a smaller handful of clients, but get the, get those labs in and people see the benefit. And so it's kind of the student gets an individualized approach, but also they've got lifetime access to all this content. Um, if they want to keep studying, which is Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. And then you mentioned, um, like a VIP offer that somebody, is that kind of what you're referring to of the, the upgraded 
Um, yeah, yeah, there's a couple of ways to do it. You could do it built in like they did as part of their course, or you could do it as buy my course. And then do you want to upgrade to this VIP option where we do work one-on-one -on -one with lab work, or do you just want to add labs? Um, something like that, where you do lab readings one-off. Um, so yeah, that could be like an add-on right when they're purchasing the course, or it could be an offer once they complete the course. Okay. Here's how you can work with me next steps. Mm -hmm. So, so many options, um, with, with, you know, at how you can add labs. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, just a side note question. Mm -hmm. Do you have a, a favorite course platform that you teach? I do. Yes. So, uh, I teach Kartra, which okay. I don't know if you've heard of Kartra. It's similar to Kajabi, uh, with a little bit cheaper of a price tag to start. Cause a lot of my students are just starting their businesses or early on. Um, and it's an all-in-one platform. So it does have email website, the course help desk, uh, sales pages, landing pages, all the works. Um, I did use teachable previously. Uh, there's nothing wrong with teachable, but because it is a standalone product, you had to like integrate everything. And for me, that was just a lot of work, whereas other people don't mind that. So, um, and it is a little cheaper to start out. So there's, there's no perfect platform. Definitely. <laughs> they all have their positives and negatives. Um, and you kind of get what you pay for, I believe. So, so yeah, um, that, yeah. but that's what I teach. And it's been really great for my business just to streamline everything and just learn only one platform and to, um, you know, it, there, there's a learning curve for sure, but just spending the time in one platform has really helped me. Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know what you use, but yeah, I use new Zendler, which is okay. in beta mode. And so I kind of knew what I was getting into with new Zendler where it's like, okay, they're going to be adding new features and, um, they're, they have a really great community and it wasn't, it's an all-in-one type platform too. It's incredibly Good. affordable. Mm -hmm. And so that was what attracted me to it too. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm fine with going on the ride with them and, and supporting them as they grow. Um, but I think exactly what you said of, committing to one platform, I think people get really hung up on because there are so many that that even stops people from starting to create their course. Cause they think there has to be the right one to go with. And that one is way yeah. better than the other. And it doesn't actually matter when it comes down to it. It's just yeah. taking the time to learn that one and be comfortable yeah. with that, whatever one you choose. So just just make the decision and dive in <laughs> and come into it. Yeah. And thinking long-term about where your business is going. Cause I think there's a lot of cheaper platforms that you start out and it's like, once you get into it, you're like, Oh no, now I have to buy all these add-ons. So yeah, yeah. going like, where's your business, where do you want your business to go? And you know, what, what are you going to invest in time-wise and money-wise? So yeah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah. And remember too, that courses are like the cheapest way to start a business. Yes. Like it yeah. might be, it, yes, it feels expensive from the beginning, but you make that money back so fast. And, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't think there's a better profit margin type of no. business than <laughs> a digital product, like a course. Yeah. You can literally count your expenses like on one hand. It's amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I used like a very unorganized Excel sheet for the first year of my business. Cause I, I was like, I mean, I have a few expenses, but it's all just my time, which is obviously very valuable, but, um, 
you think about the people that have to get a business loan and they're trying to get, you know, start a restaurant or a, some sort of studio of some sort, the, all of those thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars in the course. It's like, if you can just, and the fact that most of them allow you to join on a monthly basis, you can really yep. just start on the monthly basis, then upgrade to the annual mm-hmm. and um, as you're exactly. yourself back. So I'm just, I'm such a big proponent of courses for people and um, getting away from that one-on-one client work. It's definitely where I would have transitioned mm-hmm. if I were still working with clients the way that I was. Cause I was, I, my business just exploded when I added HTMA to it. Yeah. And what I'm doing now, I never expected. I would have never guessed <laughs> that I'd be supporting <laughs> practitioners with this. This all happened with a, an Excel sheet and it just kind of took off from there, but, um, I was already looking, I was, I was listening to all the podcasts and I was interested in building a course for my clients too. Oh, um, good. Yeah. So yeah. I've kind of gone a little bit di- different direction now, but yeah, it opens doors. It really does. Cause it frees up so much time for you and all the hustle. And, you know, I mean, and it is a lot of work in the beginning. Like a lot of people just think it's like, oh, passive income, it just kind of happens, but no, it's, it's a lot of work. And I like to preface all course creation with that, but you know, a lot of my students are, you know, raising families, they've got nine to five, they are building other businesses. So it's definitely possible. You just have to go one step at a time. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's exactly what you help them do. Yeah, exactly. How can someone start to transition away from that one-on-one client work? What do you recommend kind of as the first steps? Yeah. Um, So I love this because, yeah, like I said, it's, it's going to be a lot of work and, and just knowing that it's temporary, like, okay, it's going to be chaos for a while. If you're trying to take one-on-one clients and bring in the income, you know, you still got to pay your bills, but you see the potential of courses. Um, so number one is just maybe when you are meeting with your one-on-one clients, documenting into a folder or like a word document, anything that you're always repeating to people and putting, start kind of building an outline of how you could help other people with that foundational knowledge and just start building that out. And then as you get that, as you get your outline, maybe on the weekends, uh, work, to maybe build some of those modules, right? And start to record some of those modules. And then what you can start to do is maybe transition your one-on-one clients, say, you know, we are gonna work together, but previously, would you mind just watching some of these modules to start to transition transition them to think about that? And maybe they can start to be some of your beta testers and you include that in your one-on-one package. And so you're just slowly building out your course while your one-on-one students are maybe going through your course. Um, And it probably will be a longer process if you are trying to juggle both. But I think that, yeah, as long as you start to kind of think through that and have your one-on-one clients give you feedback on what they'd want in a course. And um, yeah, I mean... There's no easy way, but, you know, kind of juggling it all and and just thinking long-term, how can I put this into course format? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you find that it's really important for somebody if they are, you know, an NTP or some other sort of health certification, do you think they really need experience working with one-on-one clients before they build a course? Um, So I love this question because, I mean, I think it always helps. 
to have it, but I don't think it's a requirement at all. Like for example, I built my course, never taking one-on-one clients with online course creation and it's doing fine and people are getting results. So I think either path is fine. Um, if you are struggling with confidence and not knowing to, what to put in your course, I do recommend either having those beta testers or maybe adding some one-on-one clients, but it doesn't have to be a ton. But I, I don't think it's a requirement, but if you do feel like you're struggling, making sure you're not just hiding behind your online course and you're actually having the conversations. Because even with me, I don't love sales calls and I don't love one-on-ones, but I still in the beginning was like, I need to talk to my ideal client. I can't just make this, you know, from my own brain. So still having that conjunction, but I think honestly, those beta testers can almost be like your one-on-one clients if you don't have never taken them before. So you're still having those conversations in your Facebook group or your course community. I still have people messaging me. So I'm still having those conversations, which is really the most important part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, so what would you say are some of the biggest benefits of adding a course? Um, so I think, I mean, the biggest thing, especially if you're already taking one-on-ones is taking that pressure off of you to always having to chase clients and never feeling like you have enough because to grow your income, obviously you have to work more. So to take a little bit of that pressure, even if it's 25% of your business and having some kind of revenue or passive income come in could be a game changer. you know, you could take a step away when you're on vacation or, you know, if you have to, if you're setting up a maternity leave or something, you can still have that opportunity to bring an income and then just pause your one-on-one clients and then pick them up if you want. So, uh, and you're not completely just never having (laughs) income coming in. So I also think it's one more revenue stream. Exactly. Exactly. And it is related. It's not totally separate. I mean, those people are, you're, you're kind of those same people are going to be the ones who are probably going to want the functional labs and the, and the one-on-one. So, um, and also I will say like, cause this audience probably because it's nutritional therapists and, and practitioners, if you do have chronic illness yourself, it can be a really great way to have a, successful business without always having to be on and have the one-on-ones, which of course is similar, but I just know a lot of people are in that boat in the health space because that's how they got into it. So yeah, um, that's a really great point. Um, that reminds me of somebody else in the kind of business world that I follow. Are you familiar with systems saved me? She's on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, um, I attended a talk that she did where she talked about her method of these like VIP days that she offers her clients and how it's completely like she, she struggles with chronic illness and she only has to work a couple days a month and she's able to bring in significantly or, you know, enough income, um, Mm -hmm. as if she were working a nine to five every day and she's been able to figure this out. So there's just so many ways to do this. And I think it's, it is important, especially in this community, um, because we understand how important it is to not burn ourselves out Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, take care of ourselves and have that time. So, um, I like that you're so upfront with the people that you work with that. Yes, it's going to be hard in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but it will very much pay off once, once it's, 
not once it's done, it's done because you'll always be updating it. It's never done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Once it's done, it's mostly done. Like Mm -hmm. you can tweak things here and there and it's so much easier. This is kind of a random question. It's just something that I found. I'm so like passionate about talking about courses and I don't get to talk about this with anyone. Yeah, it's exciting. So like, oh, I know. I want to talk to you about all these things. Um, something that I found with recording my course, I was really camera shy and yeah. I was really afraid of that aspect of it. And even just the thought of having to get ready to, to do all these recordings. And I was wondering what your thoughts were on, I mean, I, I just did PowerPoint slides and I recorded just my voice over it. Do you have Mm -hmm. a preference? Do you, do you recommend anything like that? Yeah. So that's a good question. I always tell my students that you can start out doing whatever you feel comfortable with. Like, don't let that be a barrier for you to start because I have attended $3,000 courses where it was, yes, someone just talking over literally one slide, like not even the slide didn't even continue to other slides. So it it was a long, a long presentation, but, um, you know, I've attended these where I've seen all different formats, so you can do whatever feels good to you, but I do recommend showing your face a couple times just so they get to know you either with a welcome video or I really, I just record mine in Canva, which now has like a little uh, video, but you're very tiny in the corner. Literally there were some days I didn't even shower and I was like, you know, this is me. And I think some students would rather appreciate that you're just yourself. You don't have to have all the makeup and have perfect slides and have perfect everything. Um, you know, eventually you can update them if you need to, but I, I think people are signing up just because they want the information. They like you, they like your energy. It really, they're not signing up because you've got perfect PowerPoints or anything like that. So um, as long as you're clear and concise in your content, I think that's honestly the best avenue, but yeah, sometimes, but for me, like I was so fearful also of presenting and I've always had this huge fear of uh, public speaking And honestly, you just get better and better and better. And when you hit record, you're like, oh, I guess that wasn't so bad. And, you know, sometimes I don't even edit out everything. I just keep it as is and it is what it is, you know? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing I found with recording without a video was that I've been able to go back in and just change like a minute of something a lot easier, but I'm, I'm definitely not afraid to be on camera anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. It was just in that very beginning phase where I found that that was one of the things that was holding me back that I was, that I was scared to start because I was like, what if I mess up? And I was like, you yeah. know what, take away that barrier. And now I can just edit out anything I want. Nobody will know. Exactly. And, um, and I also felt really strongly about wanting things to be really concise in my course. Yeah. Um, Cause I had been through other courses where it was like hour and a half long videos. And I would have a hard time as the person paying for the course, sitting down to actually consume that content. I was like, okay, here we go. Like another hour and a half. And one thing I really wanted was for things to be as concise as possible, but still get the point across. Yeah, um, exactly. I wanted to be able to edit, edit things as I could, but it is surely a learning journey. And (laughs) I'm so grateful for people like you that are guiding people on that journey because it really makes such a huge difference. I'm a huge proponent of paying for mentorship in the mm-hmm. things that you, like in, in shaving off so much time. Like when people yeah. have gone through something themselves and they've, they've done those trial and errors for you, essentially learn from them and you're able to save so much time. And so yeah. 
Um, and just the course community, like going through it with other people, if you have that, like just being able to bounce off ideas, because I don't know everything, but maybe one, a student has been struggling with something and just not feeling like they're alone as well. I, that's a huge benefit of the course as well. Yeah. Sure, sure. Well, that's great. Well, so where can people find you if they're interested in building their own course and starting to transition away from those one-on-one clients? Yeah. So uh, you go to my website, which is www.tohealthwithit.com. I love that. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Can't resist it, it actually response. still works for a business if that's my, <laughs> you know, my name. So, and I've got, um, I think seven free modules on there where people can just start to learn about like what you'd need for a course. I've got like all the links of like, this is what I recommend. These are other options, um, options about, you know, different tech and software and what I recommend and all about Kartra and then how to, you know, start building your outline and figuring out your niche if, if you're struggling with that. So I do all that for free so people can start to get in the mindset. And then, um, but yeah, anyone who wants to upgrade and learn more about the full process of online courses, um, you can find me there. And then I'm also on Instagram. I'm most active on Instagram, which is at to health with it. And yeah, I try and share student success stories and all that. Um, and then I've also got a podcast myself. It's still new, but uh, we talk about passive income and online courses. And that is called From Spinning to Selling. Great. Yeah. And yeah. I know we'll be having a conversation <laughs> here in the next couple yeah. of weeks. I'm so excited to have you on. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll be great. All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining. You can find me at testdon'tguess on Instagram or testdon'tguess.org, or you can check out the free private Facebook group called Test Don't Guess Functional Lab Chats to go ahead and continue this conversation. So until next time, always keep learning and stay curious. When someone sends me two HTMA tests and asks why they haven't seen much change, my first question is always, are you using Vicon? Vicon is the supplement company that I truly can't stop talking about inside our instant HTMA professional community, and here's why. With Vicon, you're able to customize a supplement blend based on your client's HTMA test, complete with the client's name printed right on the label. So no more generic solutions or piecing together massive, complicated, and expensive protocols. Practitioners love Vicon because it wipes out supplement fatigue, which leads to real, tangible results. And clients love it because it's so simple to take, whether they choose the powder or the pills. And most importantly, they're able to experience the magic of getting the right nutrients along with crucial cofactors for their body. All you have to do as the practitioner is choose a base formula, Customize it using over 25 different properly sourced options like extra potassium or liver support. And you can even whip up a custom prenatal or support breastfeeding moms. The possibilities are truly endless. And then just to make sure that the blend is perfect, you can always set up a quick consult with the amazing Vicon team and they are happy to help. So if you're ready to revolutionize your approach to supplementation, grab our free Vicon guide and sign up for your own free Vicon account and let them know that you heard about it from Test Don't Guess. Check out the link in the show notes to get started.